Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today's guest is Four Pause Events. Four Pause Events is made up of four female students, Megan, Tash, Elena, and Katie, who are currently in their final year at Sheffield Hallam University and have been tasked with staging a virtual event. This is Pause for Cause, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., Saturday, the 13th of March, 2021, which is a virtual dog event. This includes a bake-along on how to make some tasty treats for your dog with Rosie Brandreth, a live Q&A with Bill Lambert, Head of Health and Welfare at Kennel Club, and finally, a doga session with me. They are raising money for Cavendish Cancer Care, having already raised 1,000 pounds, which is amazing. <laughs> now, it's an honor to welcome you on the show. Hello, Elena. Hello, Katie. How are you doing today? Hi, thank you Hello. so much for having us on. We're so excited to be here. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, I just wanted to um, double check with, so we have Elena and we have Katie. Do you, do you both actually own dogs yourself or uh, is it the other, other two ladies, Megan and Tash? Yeah, so Megan owns um, two dogs and then my boyfriend owns two dogs as well, German Shepherd and the Labrador. So oh. we're all quite close. Our friends and family own dogs. Yeah, Chester and Duke. Oh, how wonderful. How wonderful. And you're uh, where are you currently at the moment? Are you in Sheffield? Yes, we're both living um, together. We all live in the same house, the whole Four Paws team. <laughs> and we're all in Sheffield at the moment, which is really nice to be together, especially planning the event. Oh, that's amazing. And when did you start with this event planning? Around November time, we had to come up with the initial ideas and concepts of what we wanted to do. And then we had to pitch it in January to our tutors. And then from there, we just started uh, getting in contact with people who would uh, be willing to take part and trying to run, trying to um, fund donations as well for Cavendish Cancer Care. Mm, absolutely. And uh, so what is this Four Paws events exactly? 
So as you explained in the intro, it's just a really lighthearted, fun event that anyone can get involved in, really. And we're really excited, as you said, to have the three sessions with amazing guests. Um, the first one, as you said, was the Bake Along. And we've got Rosie from Great British Bake Off. You may have seen her. That's have amazing. you seen her before? I have. I have seen her before, but I, I don't watch the BBC so much. Is it? It's the BBC, isn't it? I, I haven't been actually yeah, following right. her. And I had no idea that she's doing all this. She has like an amazing website about... Um, with dog cooking bakery and everything for dogs it's amazing she's really taken off which is amazing that you have her on the yeah. show yes yeah, so she's a vet and she was um, a semi-finalist um the year before last and then she also won the christmas bake-off as well so she's got lots of experience doing the baking and she's also a vet so she's busy doing all the long hour shifts but she's still really excited and willing to participate and get involved to help raise money for the charity get involved with our event that's amazing and how did you reach out to her and um, we literally just reached out to her via instagram actually and she was really keen to be involved obviously as you said it's for a great cause and i think something a bit different as well and um, we've not seen many things like this so it's just something a bit different especially in lockdown to be involved in I'm actually really excited because yeah, I want to see what she's doing. And what about Bill Lambert? So can you tell me a little bit about him? Yeah, so he's the head and um, head of health and welfare at the Kennel Club. Um, and he does uh, speeches at all different types of events. Um, and actually, my auntie works for the Kennel Club. Um, so when we decided to do a dog event, I got in touch with her. And um, she recommended, along with another lady who works there, Bill, um, and again, if you had a look at him online, he's spoken at loads of different events and he specializes in particular um, about what dog to get for the type of lifestyle you have. Um, so that's something he could definitely cover at the event if people have any questions. And he's also um, campaigns for puppy farms as well. Oh, how wonderful. That's that's amazing because this is something that is close to my heart as well with the puppy farming. I mean, we're having on the podcast quite a few um, uh, guests and celebrities that talk about puppy scams and puppy farming and everyone's just bought a puppy and it's, it's, it's um, and they're being neglected. They're not getting correct trainings and, you know, people are going back to work and these puppies are being returned or people are just buying online through, through websites that I can't mention at the moment, but the, just to get a puppy, to have company. And it's, it's, it's gone really, it's gone really backwards I think the whole thing with knock lockdown has I feel like we're moving backwards and not learning anything you know uh, instead of actually adopting a dog you know yeah there seems to be a massive um puppy boom at the moment with um COVID-19 and being um trapped indoors and in lockdown I think a lot of people who have initially never had a pet before or a dog have um been buying puppies at the moment to keep them company and stuff during lockdown but it'll be important for Bill to be at our event to teach them that teach them how to look out for signs for the health and welfare for the puppy so especially when they're purchasing a puppy is that correct will he be educating the the public the, yeah, the online public yeah. which which is amazing because there's just so many things it's still flat I'm, I'm still flabbergasted that people have a puppy and then uh, you know they say oh but it was sickly when I bought it or the eyes are running and tearing and I'm like oh, did you do your research did you understand did you go through the whole thing um but yeah there's a lot more puppies out there especially in London every every single dog I bump into is now a puppy so it's like oh I can hear I 
everybody's going back to work, well, if they are going back to work, you'll hear all this uh, whining and whinging at home, like, <laughs> you know, the whole of London is going to be whinging, whining puppies. But that's the thing with lockdown as well. Yeah, pets are so used to you being at home. And then suddenly when people go out to work and they're not at home as much, the poor little dogs they have separation anxiety. He, he is gorgeous, but he is attached to my hip. He's attached to my hip now. He's, he really is. Like, literally, I get up and he's at the door like, no, you're not leaving. No, you're not going to Sainsbury's. No, I'm coming with you to Sainsbury's. I'm going to come with you. And I was like, no, you can't go to Sainsbury's. No, no, I'm coming with you to Sainsbury's. Anyway, why did you come up with a dog event in the first place? I think um, we just wanted to reach something that everybody can be involved in. And I think especially at the moment, pets have been such an important part of people's lockdown experiences, really kept them company and have been the sort of that light when through those dark days that we've had. Um, for example, even Megan with her two dogs, Simba and Bailey, like we know they really got a three like on every Zoom call where we had when we weren't together. They were always there on the camera and we know they really lifted her spirits. And actually, we were hoping, obviously, if restrictions had been better, that this was something we could do in person. So originally, we were planning to do this in um, a local park in Sheffield. Um, but obviously, at the moment, restrictions won't allow us. But we were still keen to do this um, online. Um, and hopefully, it will still be a great success with the people that we've got on board, including yourself. Like We, we wanted really accredited guests to be involved. You know, we don't want to give our attendees or followers false information we really want it to be a really informative but also a fun and light relief event absolutely and will people without dogs um join or who do you think will be joining you have you reached out to friends and family or how did you promote the event yeah so we've been promoting it on our um social media pages both the facebook and instagram and we've had quite a lot of responses we've had a mixture really of like friends family and then also people we don't know as well but i think it'll mostly be people who own a dog however quite a lot of people who don't own a dog but are looking to are also wishing to get involved to um just learn a bit more if they're intrigued of um what it'll be like having a dog so it's a wide audience really anyone with an interest in a dog it's incredible. Uh, will you be uh, marked for this event? I mean, will your teachers be on site? You know, you. I don't know if there's professors or, or, or teachers. Uh, will will they in, also get involved in this event? Yeah. So two of our uh, tutors will be getting involved with the event as well, and they'll be um, marking us throughout. We've got a lot of different criteria will be marked against, but yeah, they'll be there too. To give us our support and David one of our tutors he actually has a dog so called Jerry a little sausage dog so he's one of the markers that will also be um, getting involved with his dog too he's really excited to participate with it can't wait to see him in the doga <laughs> oh my goodness well I suffer I have a bad lower back so I'm going to take it really easy I'm going to do easy stuff so things that you can sit with so he doesn't have to worry about anything lots of breathing uh, because everybody thinks from Britain's Got Talent I still got my legs behind my ear but I can't do this anymore so and lifting Robbie at the moment oh my goodness so yeah it's um I I'm also um will I be marked for the doga event as well <laughs> Will I get marks? Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, no, we do, we do get marks actually on the quality of entertainment. Um, but obviously, we're really pleased that we've got amazing guests involved. Um, but no, you personally won't be marked. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a uh, a real experience. Uh, but. 
the thing is um also with the online events now i mean uh, what did i do last march i did uh, a doggy disco event online with a pug cafe and it was a rave it was a dis it was the weirdest thing because it was just uh, at the beginning of obviously lockdown and it was nice weather so i was outside joining it so i was going to do the the chill down room the, the, the one after the party, the aftermath, after the rave, after we've dropped acid and everything. No, I mean, no, 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 uh, we didn't. Uh, the dogs didn't. Um, so it was a rave and, and it was the weirdest experience. It, it, there was a DJ, there was a DJ and there was about a hundred people joining in with their dogs doing doggy disco. And then I really got up, I got really excited and everything. And then they, um, and then they lost contact with us because of sound. So the sound disappeared and all of a sudden there was no sound, but we kept moving. And then they came back in looking, <laughs> it was really funny because you could see how frustrated they were. And, you know, they, and then they saw they were online again and they popped up again and were smiling. It was so funny. And then we continued on, but it was, it was quite addictive because Zoom allowed, um, what Zoom does it, you Zoom around and you see everybody else participating and then it Zooms back to the next person. And there were kids involved and, and different age groups, basically, and families and moving with their dog. But what was funny is we recognized each other from other events, events. And that was the weird thing, like, oh, oh my God, you're there too. And I, even though they could hear you wave back and there was something eclectic in that experience. And then the chill down section where I gave some doggy yoga breathing to calm down, you know, after, after party chill down. And do you know what? It was an, a, a weird experience of, um, a feel good moment. Now what I mean, it, yeah, I just wonder, it is the weirdest thing, but what do you see? How do you see the future in entertainment in that sense? Do you think there'll be, you know, even though we're going to unlock and everything, do you think events will change eventually? Will they move into these kind of digitalized events? Yeah, see, we actually had um, some previous graduates come and speak to us, obviously on Zoom, <laughs> um, about their experiences with um, with getting jobs and the future events. And they were saying that virtual events are here to stay. So they were saying, as much as it's a shame that this year we haven't been able to do an in-person event, they also said that it's amazing that we're doing practice of a virtual event because they think it, it's here to stay, like I say, in the future. They were also saying that... Um there'll be a lot more hybrid events. So a hybrid event combines like both a live in-person event and a virtual online component. So whether they're doing like in-person talks at big conferences and stuff, they'll also stream it online. So hybrid events will be like here to stay and will be more popular in the future to be able to stream it online and get everyone involved from anywhere, any location that they're in. And I think that's a very good idea. I mean, you just have to have the right equipment. But I, I'm thinking about doing my yoga outdoors again, you know, like at Battersea Park. And eventually I'll get back into the actual studio once we're allowed to. Uh, but uh, it would be so great to live stream as well, like you said. Um, and that's what like Tri Yoga is doing that now. One of the biggest yoga centers, they 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 have. So you have the the online uh, activity as well as the live class together at the same time and it brings more people in and it's it's a bit funny because the yoga teacher is talking to <laughs> to the screen and then to the people in the class which uh, means they can't move around and it's 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 um 
it is, um, but definitely I can see this happening as well. And I mean, for Doga, I just, I never, ever think it will be the same experience than having puppies running around and dogs running around you during a, a live yoga session. How is it from your perspective as the trainer and the teacher? It's the weirdest experience. It really is. I mean, as a yoga teacher, uh, fine. It's okay. With Doga, I, the problem is I don't see what they're doing with their dogs. <laughs> it's really quite, you know, I don't know if they've gone off or or the dog's given up, or sometimes they just disappear, the people that I'm talking to. And I'm like, oh my God, they probably didn't like it or something went wrong. And then some people stay and you don't even know they're still there. You know, and you can always focus only really on two people. You know, that would Zoom. that's, I mean, I don't know the whole subject, but it's really hard to keep an eye on what people are doing. I think that is the hardest thing as a yoga teacher or yoga teacher is you don't want to harm the dog and you don't want to harm the person. So sometimes you're just going for it and you just keep talking and you just, it's like a radio show. It's like you just go through it, you know, the motions and kind of almost ignoring what's on the laptop. It's so hard to come back and say, yeah, well done, uh, Jessica and Bob, you know, and, and, and look back into the screen and then run back to laptop. And another thing is Robbie just absolutely hates the laptop. He hates me talking to the laptop when I do a dog. So he pulls away and then he comes back to hump my elbow at the end. So that's basically the doga session. You know, it's just, it's really, um, weird, but you know, what's really funny at the end of the day. And that's the crazy thing. Even though you feel as a teacher, you might not have done so much. People are so grateful at the other end. And they're like, oh, I love Marnie's session. Oh, I love Doga. And oh, that was fun. And you're like, really? <laughs> yeah. Really? No, I have was to it? say, any, anyone we've spoken to about the event and we mentioned the Doga, they're all really, really excited for it because I think it's yeah. quite unique. Yeah, they're all really interested in it. And we were saying um, in terms of whether they have ever done it or not before or are worried about the dogs not being able to do it. Um, I tried with um, Jack's dogs and we couldn't do it, but we were still like laughing. The dogs were tails were wagging, whereas Megan and Megan did it with Simba and Bailey, her two dogs, and they were amazing. You, they, we'll have to send you the photos through from all these different like poses Megan was doing with the dogs. Send everything through, <laughs> yeah, and we'll post right. it. I, I mean, how did you hear of Doga? How did you hear about Doga? I think it was Megan. Was it Megan who suggested? Yeah, I think it may have been actually because me and Casey, we were like, Doga, what's that? And then as soon as we looked into it, we were like, we need this at the event. It's just such a good, such a good session. Mm. And do you think Doga would be something um, for students at universities? What What do you think? Something like that on a weekly basis? Yes, actually, because I work for the Students' Union, Sheffield Hallam Students' Union, and um, we have actually previously talked about, uh, my manager has mentioned perhaps a Doga session. Um, ever since I've been talking about this live event. So you know what, potentially. And I would love to go to Sheffield and actually give the class because what interests me in Doga is, is I believe that Doga really helps mental health. With the Doga, the most important thing is that it releases oxytocin and serotonin, something in the brain that helps you um, feel, uh, how do you say, um, lighter, more happy. The serotonin is obviously part of the anxiety and depression. You need serotonin to uh, regulate uh, the mood, but also oxytocin, the touch, 
with the dog can release bonding hormones like a, a, a mother um, to a baby. Um, so I, I'm really interested in also researching that um, in, in young people, um, young people like you, uh, the, the before and after effect of a doga session, like the, the stress levels of the person and how it's distressed them and you know all sorts of things. But let's come back. So... Most importantly, the event. So the cause. Please tell us about the cause. Why Cavendish Cancer uh, Research? So we're um, we're all actually given, every student studying events management at Sheffield Hallam, we're all given Cavendish Cancer Care as a charity to fundraise for for this year. So each year there's a different charity. But we're actually really, really happy to... Um, get given that charity to fundraise for because it was a charity like close to our hearts so my mum previously um she was diagnosed with a very rare sarcoma which is a form of cancer and she was told she was terminally ill and then Cavendish Cancer Care was recommended to her by St Luke's Hospice which is a different Sheffield-based cancer charity and although Cavendish Cancer Care doesn't provide treatment for cancer they provide support so they provided support to my mum and our family and during her um, next year of treatment she had a lot of different sessions with them so she had art therapy reflexology she had hypnotherapy and not only did they support her they also provided like my dad with personal counseling sessions too and so from raising for their charity we're hoping to um, be able to like keep their doors open so they can support other cancer patients and their families as well it is so important to have the families um, there. Uh, we, we do forget how it affects the rest of the family and each individual family member in a different way. And maybe each individual, you know, th- there's a lot of unspoken uh, things probably happening in, within the family as well. And uh, do they give one-to-one counselling to family members as well? Uh, yeah, they the, do. Yeah. Mm. So not just group and um, uh, group family uh, therapy, but individual. That Yeah, individual, I, fam- individual yeah. therapy. Do they also work with children? Um, yeah, they do. They support children as well. So, for example, they do um, like art sessions for children. And I think it was, how much was it? £40 per art session. And we were actually doing like a... A challenge as well to help raise money so we did a fundraising activity to um help raise money we went on a 11 mile walk yeah we went on 11k walk um in the snow actually it was the time when it was really bad weather here (laughs) but we uh we'd already planned to do it this one weekend so we went on a very very snowy almost icy walk all of us walking very slow trying not to slip Mm, that's it that sounds that sounds a bit harsh oh my god did anybody slip during the walk did anybody slip there were quite a few slips there were <laughs> oh my goodness it was a good did, the, did the dogs join by any chance because they love the snow don't they yeah megan wasn't in sheffield at the time so she did it back um she lives in norwich so she was still in Norwich um, then and she went on a walk and she brought Simmer and Bailey with her. So they got a very long walk that day. Oh, how wonderful. And Simba and Bailey will be joining in the Doga, obviously, on uh, on, on that day that we're, we're, we're doing. Oh, how wonderful. That's really important to know. <laughs> That's really important. So the, the main, the VIPs, of course. Um, so I was just going to ask, because this is... Um, 
something for me um, important. I in this whole kind of um, COVID disaster, pandemic, uh, terrible, terrible time that we've been through this this whole year. I, I I've always been wondering about um, the younger generation. Tell me, what is your feedback on this? I think it's a really hard situation because, like you say, there is this thing being young. And I do think when government updates have been on, they've talked about schools and they've talked about furloughed and they've talked about elderly people, which is only right. But I do feel our generation and university students have been a little bit missed out. And I guess because university is self, like independent learning people think, oh, you should be doing that anyway. But it is really hard with everything on Zoom. And, you know, the motivation is difficult because you are just always in the house, always staring at your laptop. And I think it's right that schools are being talked about. But as you say, it is really sad seeing people broken up. And my brother, for example, he's actually 17 now in sick form. And obviously schools have been shut. And I'm so glad they're opening on the 8th because for me, it's so sad seeing him every day just like rolling over and just putting his laptop. So I'm so glad they're open. And obviously we need to save lives and protect the NHS. But there is that real factor of people's mental health and you can't live like this forever. It's just finding that balance, I guess, isn't it? I thought that it was too harsh saying you're killing granny. I, I don't think you should talk to young people like that. That's absolutely wrong in my perspective. I've been a yoga teacher for kids and for teenagers. Uh, that That is just not the correct way. Why don't you educate people on the virus first and explain why potentially it could be risky and maybe show some educational, informative things about virology. But killing granny, I think that, that doesn't help you very much um, no, and doesn't bring anybody further. It gives no it gives it puts anxiety and what I felt as well like you say um we're most likely and I know it's not the same for everyone so I can't speak like that but the majority of like young people we will survive the virus thankfully and I know that's not something to take for granted but I would more appreciate rather than you know the government saying we could kill granny or something I'd much rather they almost thank us for the sacrifice that we are putting to protect people which we do want to do but I would rather, you know, an appreciation of the life that we're putting on hold, in a sense, rather than giving us extra anxiety, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. And in terms of, and this is maybe a little bit of a darker side, is uh, how is, uh, how is, uh, how's it going with young people with mental health? Do you know anything what's going on at the moment? Yeah, I think we're really lucky to have each other. But um, I was actually watching, I'm a big fan of Loose Women, <laughs> and I was actually watching um, a clip last night and they covered a topic of young people and loneliness. And I think that's one of the big things. And although they actually talked about, um, which I found interesting, although we do have technology and that's amazing, but sometimes your phone can actually make you feel more lonely in a way. If you don't have, you know, constant messages or people to talk to sometimes that can make you feel more lonely and I think for young people that's probably where you feel it the most especially I guess there's a difference between boys and girls like girls need that social interaction where boys is not be not to be stereotypical but you know boys are more just chat on games and like play football and hang out with their friends those ways whereas in my situation I just I really miss my friends and just popping over and just having a chat and when was the last time you saw them? I mean, just for a whole span, just to see the the gravity of it. When was the last time you could see them and, and hang out? 
Well, luckily, we could all actually go home at Christmas time. So uh, Sheffield Hallam Uni were um, giving out tests for um, to check if you'd got COVID and you got your result back within the hour. So we all went and got a test. Thankfully, we were all negative and then we all got to go home and see our families then. But from before Christmas, for me personally, I'd not been like home and seen my family since March because I was living out in March and my mum having had like all the previous treatment, she's been left extremely vulnerable. So I hadn't been home since March up until December. So it is a long time for people to have to um like live apart from the families. And I think like Eleanor was touching on, the sense of like loneliness sometimes can be quite overwhelming for students. But we are very lucky ourselves. We do have such like a strong group and we're together. But I know like a lot of students won't be in the same position, especially first years who may have moved out in September for the first time gone into halls and not known a single person and then um they're stuck trying to make friends like online which must be really tricky for them to be able to do. I cannot imagine how hard this is I remember moving from Switzerland to London as a 19 year old and not having my family and being in a completely different country as an overseas student it was horrendous so I, c- I couldn't yeah absolutely and you make friends with the people at school or you know at where where I was studying that's the people that you're going to meet that's the people that you're going to hang out with you're not going to go to London and make friends on the streets you know (laughs) like hi do you want to be my friend no it's and and if you don't you know if you don't have that how I can't even fathom how it is that these they haven't had the chance to even mingle and, and go to a cantina and have a coffee and chat and uh socializing a bit unbelievable I don't think we have understood the weight and the impact it has had on younger generation I think this is all going to come out much later with that in mind so what do you expect how much money do you think you're going to raise from this event online tell me what 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 do you think What, what what's the goal our target um, is 1,600. Um, and obviously, at the moment, we're just over a grand. Um, wow! So, wow, hopefully, wow. yeah, we really hope to get as many people as we can on board. Like I say, it's just going to be a lighthearted, fun event, um, something you can look forward to, get your pets involved, get your family involved. Um, so, every, every little helps, really. And we're just doing it for a great cause and just like we've been talking about, just to boost people's mental health, even if it's just on that day, make sure everyone has a positive day. We also have some competitions running as well. So even if you're not available on Saturday the 13th to take part in the event, we've got competitions uh, running and they're just a bit of fun, really. So we've got um, we've got the biggest poser, we've got the scruffiest dog, we've got um, the biggest smile, best puppy dog eyes. And then if you just send in photos to our email, it's all on our Instagram. You can enter the competitions as well, just for a small donation. But we've got some really good prizes on board, which are, include like dog treats, portraits, all sorts of dog items. Oh, this sounds amazing. And what about best weir? Because Robbie cocks his leg for England. As you know from Britain's Got Talent, he weeded David Williams' shoes. And we got to the next one. The best, I mean, honestly, Robbie would just get a prize for that. I mean, every tree has to be weed on at the moment. So that's, uh, it's, 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 yeah, best, best weird. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised he does something online as well. 
we're here to tell you about the Loose Lips podcast. We, being me, Georgie Porter. And me, Sharon Carpenter. We're all about honesty and not holding back, especially when it comes to what's in the news. Plus, we answer your questions and we give you advice whenever it's asked for. Even when it's not asked for. We're all about what you're really thinking and what you really want to know. You can expect to hear some of this. I have to say, come on, people, we're... We're getting a little too sensitive here. And also some of this. She is plugging her entire career in that one moment. That's the Lose Lips podcast out every Tuesday and not forgetting Extra Lippy on Fridays. Find it wherever you found this podcast. We'll see you there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Are you ready for a little bit of a taster of what we're going to do on Saturday in March? Yes. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I'm excited. We have to sort of work with imagination here because we... We don't have a dog with us, so I just want you to maybe just visualize your favorite dog or whatever. Um, but um, what I want to do is probably something I've done before, but I find that really helps uh, people uh, with anxiety uh, to calm down the central nervous system. I think for you uh, girls, uh, students, you might really benefit from this exercise. So it's really specifically for you today and it's also something that you can do with your dog placing a hand on your dog but your dog doesn't have to be there so great if you're sitting just sit upright get your spine nice and straight the most important thing is is that your spinal column can be straight for this of course you can do this sitting on your yoga mat or uh, sitting on the floor cross-legged you can do this anywhere you are in the park anywhere you are if you're in a classroom maybe in a uh, between uh, breaks and stuff. You can do this at home on your bed. And what we're going to do, first of all, is just breathe through our nose. So just relax your shoulders down 
and just allow the arms to dangle to the side. And we're just going to breathe in through our nose, long, deep breaths. And then exhale through the nose. And then inhale for five, one, two, three, four, five, and exhale, two, two, three, four, five. Slow deep breaths again in that rhythm, inhaling. Just keep breathing, exhaling. Now really lengthen the inhalation. Really drink the inhalation all the way from the tail into the chest, the upper chest. And exhale. And just notice how the shoulders drop on the exhalation. Just again, finding another inhale. Feel your navel expanding. And exhale. And inhale. And exhale. One more inhale. And exhale. So this is the basics. You're now going to close your right nostril with your right thumb. So placing the right thumb on your right nostril, close up your right nostril, and you're now going to breathe through the left nostril. There might be a bit of a noise here. You're going to breathe in and breathe out through the left nostril, just slowly inhaling. And exhaling. And slowly inhaling. And exhaling. If your dog is there, you can place your hand on your dog and just breathe into the left palm. Inhaling. And exhaling. Let's do a few more of those. Inhale. Notice the difference in your brain, in your mind. Exhaling. Again, inhaling. Exhaling. <laughs> I know it's weird. Exhaling. Now inhale to the left. And now close your left nostril. Exhale through the right. Sorry about the sound. I've got really blocked nose. <laughs> Exhaling okay, to the right. Don't worry. And again, inhale through the left. 
Close off your left nostril. Exhale through the right. Again, you're keeping your right hand on your nostrils so you can just change the fingers. Inhale, drawing the breath up through the left. And exhale through the right. Inhale through the left. Exhale through the right. Inhale through the left. Exhale through the right. Inhale through the left. Notice the tension you're holding in your shoulders. Let it go. Exhale. To the right. You're doing great, ladies. Inhale through the left. Exhale through the right. Notice how you become heavier through the body. Inhale through the left. Exhale through the right. And now just close the right nostril back to the left for five more breaths. Inhale. Exhale through the left. Notice how much more breath you're taking. Inhale through the left. Exhale through the left. It must look funny. Inhale through the left. And exhale through the left. Now taking your hands down to the side again, just breathe through your nose and notice the difference. Notice the tension you've been holding in your shoulders. Relax on the exhalation. Should be able now to take a lot more breath into your body, yeah? And releasing. Very good, inhale. And exhale, very nice. I don't know how you feel after this. Have you noticed any difference? No, I feel a lot lighter. Yes, yes. It can really, really help regulate the brain, the left and the right side, and regulate um, parasympathetic and central uh, sympathetic central nervous system. So it, it just, any panic, any anxiety that comes up, any stress, just do left nostril, left nostril until you feel better and then eventually inhale left close exhale right inhale left close exhale right yeah so that's the two sections try it 
I, I, I use it a lot and it's, it has helped me through incredible times. So, um, and, uh, in cute, uh, acute situations. So hopefully no, definitely that's a really good tip uh, to know <laughs> yes i don't know if we're going to do this in the doga session but i definitely will show a little bit of left nostril breathing uh for people with their dogs definitely um it's nicer when you have your hand on your dog there and you know and just imagine you breathing into your dog rather than just you but thank you so much for coming on this show this been amazing it has been a joy to talk to you girls um Elena and katie and i really wish you from the bottom of your heart from the bottom of the heart uh, the most amazing fundraiser and i want you to to exceed in your expectations like let's go for the ten thousand ten thousand pound mark i i really hope so and i hope that doga will help to raise that money no, thank you so much for having us on. It's been amazing. And thank you so much for all your support. It really makes such a big difference. Thank you so much for thinking of me and Robbie. And I will see you on Saturday. We can't <laughs> wait to see you then. We can't wait. And, and on that note, we're just going to bring the palms into prayer position. If you have your dogs there, it would be a Nama paw. Namapa lady. Namapa. Thank you so much. Namapa. Thank you. So nice to see you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Conversations with My Dog. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, then please leave us a review and a five star rating. It helps others to find us. And talking of spreading the news, please tell another person about the podcast and help us reach more people and dogs. We'll be back with another episode, same time, same place, next week. Namapa. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.